What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Swolecast. We are getting closer and closer to the season. So much has changed in the past week, just really in the past 24 hours. I want to bring on my host, Peter Overzet. That jersey is looking very nice, very nice. And I want to know if you did this to trigger Tuttle. You know, I didn't, it, I was actually embarrassed because this is what I was wearing last night. Last in Club night. Top shot. Yeah. And I haven't changed uh, yeah. since, but I do figure um, I haven't got to check in on the Top Shot Bears chat and the Better Collective Discord, <laughs> but I assume things are going pretty well in the Top Shot Bowl chat. I don't think anybody's like written anything in that chat since you guys moved to a private chat. <laughs> <laughs> The let's the see, top shot the top shot bulls out. chat the uh, the RG top shot bulls chat has been bopping for the last seven days. Okay, uh, the the latest message Tuesday August seventeenth the Gretzky <laughs> drop has to be at least fifty percent less than the Brady long term, right? <laughs> Is that Britt Divine? <laughs> yeah, Britt Divine. <laughs> who who are the who are the biggest uh, top shot bulls in the better collective? Is Cam still leading the charge? I think. I think me and Cam probably. <laughs> yeah, just like when you really think about bulls and and you know money distributed through the economy, you got to think about soccer, David. I mean, we're here. We we are here. Uh, just the whole space has just gone nuts, um, and yet we still have fantasy football to talk about, and people tune in for the fantasy takes. Do um, they, Dave? Do they? Yeah. <laughs> so so there's this bit going around legit or bit it is 100 a bit uh when someone asks for hey let me get your let me get your top um experts for the fantasy space in whatever area um and lately people have just been tagging me well both someone asked for keepers uh a keeper expert maybe it was ryan mcdowell forget who it was but who whoever it was both peter and tuttle answered soccer dave that that was tuttle's good joke i i saw his i was just tailing his okay. I, I wanted to pile on well all i know is i got a free 25 followers out of that <laughs> a free 25 followers we, we pumped your follower back <laughs> disingenuously for right no, now i'm trying to because... give people good advice honestly can you imagine people that like, oh, cool, I'm going to follow him. And then they like scroll down my timeline and there is no takes at all about uh, any sort of keepers. It just set the bar low and uh, and raise it as we go. That's the story of the story of this show. All right, Davis, let's let's lead off with some of the, the news. I want to take us back to less than 48 hours ago almost 24 hours ago, you, you fired off a tweet in typical Davis fashion. And it said, give me one logical reason why you would draft James Robinson over Daryl Henderson. And then you put in parentheses, you can't. <laughs> yeah, it was a classic Matic tweet bomb. Uh, last I checked, it has 133 replies. I've responded to zero of them. I just, I, I was like, uh, I had some errands to do, and I was like, okay, like my workday is about done. Like I need to, I need to just, you know, get some engagements while I'm off the clock. And uh, I, I went back and checked one of the 
uh, football slacks I'm in. And uh, Leone and Amico were talking about my tweet. And I was like, you guys fell for the classic Matic engagement trap. Like you let me toss just a grenade into the middle of your day. I don't care at all what's happening. And you guys let it stir you up. Like it was just so well, funny. Fair enough. But you have been the Henderson truther. Yeah, no, of, I'm, I'm, e- I'm eating it, dude. Like it's going to be. Of the fantasy space. So take us behind the scenes. This morning, you see, you see the tweet. Sony Michelle traded to the Rams. Yeah, I'm doing kettlebell swings at the gym and I go to go I go to go check my phone and I see I see I have a bunch of I have a bunch of apps and Slack and I've got a bunch of Twitter notes and I'm like this can't be good. Like it's never good when I pick up my phone and I have that many notifications just in the middle of the morning. And I, I pretty much have already went through the first five stages of grief. Like I was actually in the middle of some drafts. I took Daryl Henderson at 52 in one of them and I was like, "Oh, well, you know, it's it's probably okay." And then I was like, dude, is he just totally dust now? Like, is it just totally dust? And I, I went back and watched uh, Sony Michelle from last year. He looked okay. Like, he looked more like Georgia Sony Michelle. But this is where I'm at now. He's going to lose. Henderson loses, like, the top five running back outcome. Like, I don't think he's going to get, like, 250 carries and 70 targets now. I think it's going to be more like 180 carries. But still, he should maintain a lot of that passing down work. And that was what I was most bullish on anyways, because when, when Gurley was actually really good for the Rams, they were throwing him the ball a ton. They haven't thrown the ball to the running backs all that often the last seasons, last two seasons, but it was because they were playing arthritis Gurley and Malcolm Brown on third downs. And I, I feel like with the removal of a consistent third wide receiver, you know, they've had Brandon cooks, they've had Sammy Watkins last year. They were playing lots of 12 personnel with Everett and Higby. They don't have a second tight end on the roster. I actually think the target expectation for Henderson should be fine. All right. Um, Peter, as one of the thought leaders in the space and one of the authors of a really famous fantasy newsletter, I want to know your reaction to this. Was it as knee-jerk as Davis? No, I think – like I, I understand that you can't spin this as a positive for him, but they weren't going to go into the season with – two and a half running backs. I mean, Cam Akers is hurt right now. They, their fourth running back, Raymond Calais was had undergo uh, underwent season ending uh, surgery over the weekend. So they were always going to add someone like it. This has nothing to do with. I, I actually missed that on Calais. Yeah. So th- to me, this is just classic roster depth. I think the concern is Sony Michelle of all the available guys out there. You'd much rather them add a total dust ball. Sony Michelle, like, actually looks kind of decent so i think that's where the concern comes from but this isn't like we don't trust henderson and we are wanting to give work to sony michelle i think this was we need to have some extra bodies in here because we've lost two running backs in the past month tuttle yeah i mean the the fact they gave up draft capital is the the other concerning part um instead of just scooping up somebody some free agent like duke johnson or something although i don't i don't know the the latest word on the duke johnson streets but the the (laughs) fact that they did give up capital is is a little bit concerning i mean worst case worst case scenario was them trading for melvin gordon right and like that would have been like if they trade for melvin gordon i'm like we're truly dusted off and i mean the 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 pats played this perfectly right where they just showcased michelle all through the preseason smart people like sean siegel saw this coming a mile away (laughs) said sony michelle is gonna get traded and of course it happens but i i'm curious how much of this too 
do you think the Patriots trade him if Ramondre Stevenson doesn't look so good in the preseason? If like, if we're staring down the barrel of a red shirt year for Ramondre Stevenson, which seemed very likely, I, I don't know if they make this move. Uh, I don't, I don't pretend to know what they, what Belichick like thinks when it comes to running backs. We, far as drafting them high and then not playing in them the following year, seeing that the whole red shirt year. Um, it's like, what is, is Stevenson that good where he kind of bucks that trend? He, he's definitely looked good, but yeah. And that's, that's the thing J- is JJ Taylor is coming for everybody's bags. JJ Ta- Taylor is coming for James White's bags. He, Taylor, Taylor seems Taylor's- like a white replacement. He dude, but he doesn't really catch passes. If you go look at what he did in college, he was actually much more, of a you know pretty straight like he had he had four 587 carries at arizona and 62 receptions like he he's coming for everybody's bags i i just i have a very bad got a bad feeling about this as it pertains to to jj taylor and all all patriots running back bags so i don't want to give away too much alpha because people are (laughs) expecting this from me but uh Stevenson was already on my keepers list for, uh, for redrafts. I promise. I promise he was already keepers list. He's a rookie. He's already on my he was already on the list. keepers list for next, for next year. Oh, you have to target. I've said too much. Um, when are you going to release a spike? Keep it behind week? the paywall. Yeah. I need the spike week version of Dave's keepers and you release your 2022 keeper list in, in August of 21. Okay. <laughs> Callaway was already on the list. Oh, God. So literally every guy that's getting steamed. Stevenson. Well, why do you think they're getting steamed now, Peter? Is the question. Because they were on the list, dude. They were on the list. Yeah. They were on his newsletter list. So, this guy caught a touchdown in preseason, so he's on yeah. the list. So these are – and plus, I've got my uh, redraft league this weekend, and I probably have a bunch of league mates that are listening to this and they want to snipe me on some of these auction bids. But <laughs> um, what What is your guys' take on the Callaway stuff? I mean, he's, he's now going in like late round eight. Early jam it. it jam it. I, I'm so what? mad. I do, I'm so uh, mad I don't have more of You're him. jamming him at he his wears, new price? He wears number one, dude. He Damn wears it. number one. Okay. it's But it's not just – so Davis, Davis's analysis is number one. I don't. How do you get paid to do this? <laughs> it depends on if he fills out his work logs or not. But you scared of Chris Hogan, bro? But uh, Jameis Winston, though, it, if they open up, so like the concern was that they were gonna just like run, 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 run this season, and that Jameis might not even be the starter. But if they let Jameis kind of air it out. The, the neurology drills, dude. P- CSU said that's the next big wave. <laughs> if, I can be, if I can be serious about Marquez Callaway please, please, for a second. Please. Uh, I mean, first off, like wearing number one, obviously it's just going to make him much David, you just said more- you're going to be serious. <laughs> that's your only talking point. So he's got, he's got the, the right size and the right agility stuff to play slot or outside. So you could see him getting some of the easy slot stuff when Deontay Harris is suspended or if he does well at that, because Traquan is going to play outside. Um, the Troutman injury, I think, is, is pretty nice for him because if Troutman had any passing role at all, he would have had a chance to do that when Deontay Harris was suspended while Michael Thomas was out. 
But I've seen people kind of float out this idea that like when slash if Michael Thomas comes back out, he might be like number four or five in the pecking order. But the, the list of eligible guys to catch passes for the Saints is just really whittling down at this point. And I think even if you give Kamara something insane in your projections, like 130, you would really have to segment like you'd have to give like Jalen McCleskey like 5% target share. You'd have to give Juwan Johnson like 8% target share and stuff to not have Callaway as now this new price is absurd. Like Marquez Callaway going ahead of like Will Fuller. Obviously I'm not paying that, but like, I don't know, like Marquez Callaway or Curtis Samuel. I don't know. I might take Callaway. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should make the normal caveat, though. He's not a good bet in the large field tournaments where everyone's already no, had it's him too late, in the seven. Right? I mean, I think you'd probably draft him in the puppy right. three or whatever. Are you telling us that he's better in best ball, Peter? No, I'm telling you he's better in tournaments that haven't been ongoing. No, I actually he's think better he's better in the as a 20th round pick. He's, he's, got him earlier this year. he's worse in best ball because there is a situation where he ends up being worthless when Michael Thomas comes back and he's getting like three and a half targets per game. But like, if you took him in the 10th round in the main event or whatever, start him for six weeks. If Michael Thomas does come back on schedule, then you've had six yeah. weeks to prepare your roster for that eventuality and you can cut him or bench him. Yeah. Thomas's slants aren't going to cut into his workload that much. <laughs> yeah. How, tr- how triggered is slant boy going to be to watch Callaway just tear it up with Winston the first, however many weeks of the season. So did you see um, Callaway's player comp on uh, Player Profiler? It's, it's, it's making my mouth water. Oh, gosh, what is it? <laughs> go, go look it up. Player it's, Profiler. It's Ke- Trending Kenny- player number one. Oh, it's, Kenny Britt. It's Kenny Britt. <laughs> Kenny Britt. <laughs> Kenny Britt had some off-the-field issues, some, you know, some attitude <laughs> issues. Is he uh, as big as Kenny Britt? See, that's what I was – Kenny Britt I thought was like 6'2 or 6'3. Britt, Britt, is, no. Britt is taller. Britt, Britt was taller. A, was yeah. a house. Yeah. 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 But Callaway was like, if you weren't a UT fan, you weren't even like, you didn't even know this guy existed. Um, but then again, that's sometimes why the college dominator scores. Sometimes you have to have a, add a little bit of context because Tennessee has been known to just squander talent. Another guy, another guy on the Saints that they did not utilize well at all, Alvin Kamara. Like, imagine they played Jalen Hurd. They started Jalen Hurd over him for two years. Like, I mean, this is, this is Dave. This is Dave being a Vandy fan, by the way. Like, oh, Tennessee doesn't Tennessee know sucks. how to use their the skill position players. <laughs> I mean, why, why not both? Why not, why not add some analysis? Why I point out the uh, ineptitude of the Tennessee Vols coaching staff? All right. Well, why, hang on real quick. While we're on the Saints, uh, what's our, what's our tie, Joe? take is he the number two uh behind it Kamara so to me it sounds like it's not that Tony Jones is having this amazing camp Tojo, it looks so sorry. great yeah Tojo Tojo I um, thought you were talking about Montgomery for a second who I thought I forgot even like existed until that game useful as always from Dave my my <laughs> thought would be Latavius Murray is 33 years old the cliff comes for running backs faster than any of us imagined they leaked what was it like two weeks ago they're like oh yeah we might cut this guy like it, it just sounds like maybe latavius is just not uh as good as he used to be that's it like i i think like you can stab on him in the 18th or you know 18th round of underdog 20th round of um you know at main events and stuff but like i'm not expecting tony jones to to have the latavius role i, I it's super bullish on kamara to me 
it's it's well, where was latavius where was where was latavius going latavius I, was starting to slide. he was at like pick 130 and had yeah 12th round picks yeah. yeah so i mean i think like if if tojo's the the rb2 you can't yeah. take latavius anymore i don't think no you can't but like i'm, I'm saying more so like I'm fine well, yeah, but but Jones. that was that yeah. was under the expectation that Latavius would do what he had done for the last three years, which is any game Kamara misses, he's a locked in, like top five running back, and that he'd score like seven touchdowns. And there was also a little bit of the, I, Pete, I'm sure you've heard this narrative that Latavius's highest snap shares of the season were when Taysom was the quarterback. They'll be more run heavy, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that was bleeding into it a little bit, I think, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Tojo should probably be going love saying dojo it is a great nickname uh he should probably be going where like alexander madison goes around pick 150 like why why shouldn't he be there with damian williams and madison yeah, that's kind of what i'm saying like do we yeah. like the only reason why you would argue against that is if you think the rb2 world changes now and downsizes kamara randomly starts you know a bigger role yeah, I it just seems like even when Kamara has been incredible, they still have wanted to keep him at that like 65% right. snapshot. They've never wanted to go full blown McCaffrey with him. Guys, I have an announcement to make. Uh oh, did you do the giveaway? <laughs> no, we do have a give. We do need to do this giveaway though, but uh, I want to welcome. Tony Jones to Soccer Dave's keeper list for 2022. Oh, Write Tojo list. and I'll acknowledge it. This is the, this is like the Swole cast has been dumb for a long time, but that was one of the dumbest moments on the show. <laughs> Davis, after your number one analysis. Placing really a one, one, placing a one round premium on everyone who wears Davis number goes, one. no, let me be serious. So he is wearing number one. <laughs> Tell me KJ Hamler wearing number one is not like one of the most inspiring things you've ever seen. Dude, K KJ still undervalued though. I know we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. This is actually a good segue, Davis. Uh, before we get there though, I do want to announce the winner of the prestigious Kawhi Leonard giveaway. <laughs> only about, those. only about 24 hours too late for people who are trying to do the showcase challenge. <laughs> Had to had to have it. Uh, at <laughs> he had to have it. <laughs> at IR Black. IR I Black. He's a Whoa. he's a good dude. He's a he's a ship chaser. Uh, Discord member. Uh, congratulations, Ivan. Yeah, we'll we'll ship that. Um, also, in the Top Shot Bulls, the in the Top Shot Bulls chat, we we do trade moms so we can help complete challenges too. So wow. rent sounds like cheating to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, they it explicitly is said it was okay. No, I, I should have done it though. I, I, spent I checked money to do the challenge. I, yeah. Davis went ahead and bought everything like a, uh, just a cool. I'm not a rent seeker. I'm here to, it's cause yeah, he's a true supporter. Economy. No, he's not a true, true supporter. Support. This is the whole point of like the collectible space. I went inside of the nine lives lounge and I asked specifically, is this, is this okay to do? And I was well, given sure. the okay. Yeah, sure, it's okay, but you're not supporting the economy. Pete, have you gotten your your FVV series series two moms yet? Dude, uh, apparently Wade's is out of the top shot scene and uh, very salty that I brought that up. So uh, we're gonna drop that. Wait, what? I need it. He yeah, was legit I, upset. 
He's he's completely out of Top Shot apparently. Uh, yeah, we had a very awkward DM exchange. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, the internet the internet is amazing. Like you've right. never seen uh, We should send uh, Wades.eth something to his wallet, uh, <laughs> like a bottle emoji. Instead of what are your Yetis? <laughs> <laughs> No way, man. Those things have quadrupled in the past week. Is that is that your nicest bag right now? The no. Yetis? Moon cats? Uh, moon cats. For sure. Moon cats are doing well, aren't they? Oh, they are they are crushing. And is um, anything not doing well? It's true. Some of the random shit I've minted recently isn't doing too hot. <laughs> too hot. I do want to say there's something uh like you know, it's kind of in the this is the worst day of my life type of deal when you sell a hero moment for 30k. Bell's tweeting out that he has never that was felt so funny to me poorer than only owning a hundred percent of one punk when he had just you. If I went, uh, like Logie and I went sleuth mode and we found out like he had just bought that punk that day for like 400,000 or something. I don't know. It was, it was... wait, Bale's bought a punk, yeah. Which one? I missed this. So he um, tweeted that after buying a punk? I think so, yeah. It was a lady punk. I'm not sure which one it is. I'm not, Peter, I'm out of the punk scene. Tell um, me about it. Surprise Pete can even do the show with how sad he is. Peter? Yeah, not I all have, of us can just perfectly sell the top, Davis. Okay, so how, just, much, how much did you sell it for and what's it going for now? We legit left a half a million on the table. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no. Oh. We're gonna look. We are. Peter, we are either. Peter, you're invited we, to my support group. Oh. Uh, it's just me and my board apes, but you and your punk are, are welcome too. Um, uh, yeah, the the board apes, man. That's a that's a tough scene too. I remember passing on those at Mint because I didn't like the art. Yeah, uh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember you saying that. You said they're not just for me. I would have rather pass on the art though than to like mint three, have three cyborgs at one time, and then like what's just... what's the floor on cyborgs, Dave? I have the floor period is thirty. <laughs> ETH. We we there's literally like a million dollars in, in lost that <laughs> no, we left over. on the table collection. <laughs> See, this is why you just this is why you just be a bull. You don't have these painful moments of missing out. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, being a being a bull, like just in the history of of human history, just being a bull on like anything that exists has been like profitable. Like short short selling should be a hate crime. Here's my thing, though, and I tried to tell you guys this a couple weeks ago. Uh oh, here we go. I got laughed at. Dude, like, there's a there is a mental cost to this. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, I don't think anyone would have disagreed with you on that. I think we all are. No, very you aware. guys laughed at me and I, I, we told don't me to laugh talk to about my therapist about health takes. Dude. Yes, no, that's not that's not, not what we not do. on this I mean, dude, part of the reason part of the reason why I've never sold even a single Satoshi is that I simply could not handle the mental anguish of knowing that I sold something that I truly believed in and loved so much that is like worth a million dollars or whatever. Like I just I even if I needed money. I think I would like rather go to debtor's prison than sell Satoshi's. Well, that's not smart. 
I just don't think I could do it, dude. I, I do not think I could press the sell no, button. If it... See, I we were talking about this last night, and I actually think it's easier to sell Satoshis than something that's like a binary one of one. Like with our pump, right. like I wish I could have dollar cost averaged out of it. So yeah, yeah. one fifth of my fifth uh, right. at this valuation. Oh, it runs up. I'll sell another fifth of my fifth feeling good. And I still retain. Why, why didn't you guys put it on fractional? Because paper hands levy had to buy a new bookshelf or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, this, I, I, so it is, I, it is ridiculous. Like it is like the stuff we're talking about is completely. I mean, ge- generational wealth from JPEGs. Like it's like, you couldn't, this is not, this is not the, the script of the wildest movie you could ever imagine. Like no, like this is one of the of everything I have been experienced or been close to in my life. This is the most truth is stranger than fiction thing I have ever seen. Like nothing else I don't think we'll ever see be like this. Have you have you ever thought like, well, Davis, I can't really ask you. I'll ask Peter. Like P- Pete, have you ever thought like I'm just not even gonna worry about it? I'm just gonna mute NFTs, focus on Top Shot and my my company, and that's it. No, I, I mean, I, there's, I, I think I'm fortunate. I have pretty good mental health. It did gnaw at me for a little while, but no, I'm, I'm happy for yeah. the people that are printing. Uh, and uh, it, no, it's, yeah. it's not about like being happy. It's like feeling like you are potentially missing out on something. No, but like, it's like, you have to back up and be like, I have extra money in my account that in my wildest dreams, I never would have never envisioned yeah. being there. And like, sure. it's, it's like it's such bad mental health if you're beating yourself up over making a hundred thousand dollars on a fifth of a JPEG. Wow, I mean, there's that brag I knew was coming. I knew it was coming. Six figure brag. But yeah, I mean the the for me it's actually been a mental health thing because like I I know that exists to like not even try and engage with this NFT stuff to be like I know I'm not I'm not a good trader. I've never been, it's just not in my skill set. So like the idea of like minting these things and monitoring floors and always having access to your ledger, you're, so you're not too far away from it and you can raise the floor or lower the floor or whatever. Like it all just sounded like too much. Um, it, yeah, like I just, it, it's mental health to not be like minting pudgy penguins or whatever, or yeah. lovely ladies. That's and where I'm at too. Like, I don't have to, like I enjoy the moon. Like I feel like I know enough about moon cats now, and everything goes around that I can just like focus on like moon cats and like a like another project. But there, there's like a hundred different projects popping up every day, and that's what's tough to like figure out what you're like. There is a cost. Yeah, and so I will say that like I'm not muting it. Like oh, I don't want to hear about it, but I am in a way muting it in that you hear people like. Logie and the people who are crushing right now, they, they are, it's not a joke. They're not sleeping. Like they're getting yeah. up. Like people are in discord and Twitter. There are 900 discords. And I'm just not doing that. I literally know there's opportunities to be made like quite literally underneath my nose, like in the discord. And I'm still like, I'm not, I'm still getting my eight hours of sleep. I'm still doing everything I else I need to do. Eight hours of sleep. I'm getting eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Oh I get, if, dude, God. if you don't, biggest leak biggest leak you could ever have in your life is not structuring your life to get eight hours if you're not if you are you're living half a life davis you don't you get can, eight we hours. can't have these conversations when we don't have kids so you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna check back in with davis uh <laughs> when like, he's got three kids that have to be up at six o'clock they're getting they're getting benadryl every night bro we're sleeping eight hours <laughs> <laughs> you drug your kids to sleep hey uh steve can you remove that from the <laughs> 
I mean, is, is being a parent, like, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing. Here we it's go. Great and everything. Parenting tips. Dude, how David. do you not get eight hours? Just like, I'm not, more. I have no parenting tip to give you. It just feels impossible. Along with my keepers list, if you sign up for the Swole cast today, you get Davis's parenting tips where he just tells dads, sleep more. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I'm my, my recent... I, didn't, I didn't get I didn't get the no, Naomi Osaka NFT. I know I missed out too. I, I, I really wanted it. How many? I, how many I dude, there? five thousand. Five thousand on the first. It one. Says there's forty six hundred people ahead of me. Did I make it? Oh look at this guy! Oh Ooh, my how many god! Tab, look at how many this tabs guy. you have open? How many tabs just you have one? open? Yeah, I cheater. Just, just one on my hey, phone. Cheater. Did you guys watch this Naomi Osaka documentary on Netflix? No, dude, it's amazing. She's dope. She Speaking is amazing. Of mental health. Yeah, she's. I'm a I'm a huge fan. She she gained a lifelong fan. For me, from Davis, you have a relative that is in the tennis scene, like it she, runs through. Uh, your blood. Yeah, she's uh really good, or was really good. She's a, she's older now. I think she's like 38, 39. <sighs> That's really she's old. still in the Olympics, though, right? Or is she still playing? She was still in the Olympics, but she won a gold medal at the last Olympics, and she did not medal this time. Her Gosh. her name is Maddox, right? Like it's that's Maddox. Bethany that's... Bethany Maddox Sands. There you go. All right. Okay, so let's uh, so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about hey guys. It only took show, you thirty right? minutes for NFTs to take over the show this time. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it's it's I didn't care about NFTs for like months, and it was a very conscious decision. And Top Shop pumping like has like the the juices flowing again. Oh, remember last week when we were doing the legit or bit? Guess who was guess who was listening to us about the fantasy football and the blockchain? Uh, I told you when we were doing it that it Own was the moment. Thing. No, it's different than Ricky's thing. Own the moment. Yeah. They're coming out yeah, with their own fantasy say, football thing. I was waiting for Kitchen to pump his bags from some... Yeah, no. some whale, some wedgie whale. No, I mean... Like yeah. Some nonsense. <laughs> yeah, some nonsense project my non he minted over the weekend. Pumping my... Actually, I have, a, I have a serious question that I would like to address to, to Peter and to Soccer David because I think Tuttle and I are aligned on this. When is the merry-go-round of a new thing that is being minted? When when does the merry-go-round stop? When do people stop having ETH to mint these things and to buy up the floors of just, you know, all these profile pictures? Like, I, I could not even possibly keep up with all the ones that exist. What is your guys' best guess to when the merry-go-round ends and what it will do to the NFT economy as a whole? I mean, the one thing that makes me think it'll go longer is everyone is just reinvesting their profits, profits. into the next project. Like I, it doesn't seem like people are taking and, a lot well, of cash off the table. And from the opposite side, you have a company like Visa and institutions that are now buying punks for a million dollars. And then those people that have a million dollars are investing in other, th like there's, there is like a little bit of trickle down as well. I don't know what's going to end. I've already said to myself, like, it, the next like profile picture thing there's like there's got to be utility to it uh, you know it's not about the community like there's got to be some sort like this is why where i was going with the bells thing is because when he tweeted this out he had a profile picture i'm like well that's a new profile picture it was some nft and i had to go find yeah, out yeah i i minted some of those last night gotta be just to be careful <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's what logan and i were talking about like we just got i mean it, it worked with top shot so you got to tell smart people um well 
Yeah, the one thing I would say, Dave, about that is the uh, new, you know, vaporware projects are hip to you because they're now they're promising all this utility. Exactly. And that's like the bullshit. So you say, like, like, I want utility, and they're like, you're gonna be able to oh, have a video here's game. Here's a play to earn. You want play to earn? You got it. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, as far as like new stuff, like it's most of it is just gonna go back to zero. Um, Play, and, play to earn is sick though i like love the idea of uh, but some people think general. it's some people think that that in and of itself is like kind of like a, a ponzi scheme but you know it is what it is you've got rocks and frocks and socks and i mean all these projects all right speaking of rocks and frocks and socks let's get to drew locks um uh, with the denver broncos Broncos announced that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the quarterback. I want to know, Tuttle, you had a thought that was different than what most people's thoughts. Most people's thoughts were, Jerry, Judy, Judy. Oh, yeah, Judy. Let me quote retweet this pro Jerry, Judy thing I had done (laughs) earlier. Everybody was pan their backs on jerry judy pete is just pete is just assaulting my brand on the show today <laughs> here's a clip of jerry judy what he could do with teddy bridgewater he looks so good dude the micro the micro the micro strategy of setting up a video in the morning has just really been paying dividends all right total well i did miss the drop apparently oh uh, sad face no so my my take and it was more of a sarcastic tweet than anything else go get figure. out of here go figure <laughs> Um, but it's also as a Noah fan bag holder is that Ian Thomas last year was absolutely miserable. I mean, I do think that was more just the personnel. There are a lot of weapons in Carolina last year. There are a lot of weapons in Denver though this year too, but you know, he's not a quarterback that relies on the tight end position. Uh, he'll feed his receivers. So as, as a Noah fan bag holder, I am, I am a little bit worried. Um, I've got so much fant. No, yeah. don't be, don't be worried, dude. That was, that was an Ian Thomas stat, not a, not a. Yeah, I, I think stat. so too. And a, more of a, a schematic thing too with the Panthers, I think more than anything, but I just remember Ian Thomas tilting me. I, I would try to go to that well a couple times last year for 2,500 on DraftKings and it, and it just never worked. Well, and I was talking to um, one of the, the big Broncos QB truthers, CJ Kaltenbach, the siege. <laughs> And he was talking about how, how dumb. <laughs> so he's got some good tweets out there. Davis, you had some good tweets about Henderson. He's got some good tweets about Drew Locke. This is your last chance to get Drew Locke before this preseason game. The books haven't moved. About- see, I mean, see, he had a good one yesterday where it was, how does this not win a million dollars? And Drew Locke was his QB too. Yeah. Dude, he- I, will, I, I will say I've, I've seen some of Siege's draft boards, both. He's good. Know, like at FFPC. He's like, he's good. He's crushing yeah. it. His it's, drafts it's, are really it, good. It is, it is actually a huge upset, but he's actually really good at fantasy football. I don't think it's a huge, I, I think. I, when people I think just he's don't good ever, at, people at, just, like at season long fantasy, ever- like season long fantasy has always been, I think because he he also puts a time into it, so it's not like, yeah, it's Arbor not Bro, just like dude. a typical DFSer who just shows up for the draft. When you and plus when you have his college basketball March Madness rankings, uh, you can really do anything. So, anyways, talking about Shermer, Shermer's like Shermer's style though is like safe kind of pa- pa- passes which fits the Bridgewater scheme. And that makes me think that there's going to be lots of completions going around. You remember when he had Sam Bradford, when he was uh, offense coordinator in Minnesota 
And Bradford set the record for accuracy. And who was the tight end? Was Kyle Rudolph the tight end then? I mean, I think he was, right? So um, I, I have tons of Noah Fant. I hope he's still. I hope trying he to pump, pump the bag still. Yeah, I'm like just, what are you doing, dude? We're talking about the scheme for the Broncos, Davis. There are a lot of mouths to feed, though, is the problem. Are people still excited about Hamler? Yeah. Yeah. I would say the guy everyone's kind of losing enthusiasm for is Sutton. Yeah. Because everyone's high on Hamler. Everyone's super high on Judy. Everyone's high on Fant. uh, And there's enough quotes about Sutton still, you know, working back from, from injury. And then now you throw in the stuff about maybe not being as great of a fit with Teddy, not pushing the ball down the field as much. And he's going to lose a lot of those deep routes to Hamler anyway. So if Judy is getting the first read from him, I, he could definitely be the odd man out, but he was so good. So it's so good. It's yeah. really hard. I don't, I don't know. Someone's going to lose though. Like his I, route I can, so crisp. I can see, I can see not having Cortland Sutton just being like a hilarious mistake in hindsight, like being a week eight and Cortland Sutton has seven touchdowns and just looks insane. And we're like, well, oh yeah, this was obvious. Like, of course we should have been taking him. Well, it's like him and DJ Chark are those same guys where it's, there's a, it, we're talking ourselves out of them, but they've been very good. I got Chark in the 10th round of my first main event. Peter, you're reading my mind because the next place I was going was Jacksonville. I don't want to like James Robinson. That's been covered, right? But, but we're the only like, one covering it with kind of yeah, in depth, right? Analysis. <laughs> we're the only fantasy football show. I do want there. to talk about Visca because not many people are talking about that impact. Why aren't more people talking about Visca? This right. is a travesty. So Peter, pump the bags, pump the Visca bags. I mean. I guess if you're, you're pumping it, you're saying this is where I think it's a trap, right? Because if you say he's going to get more gadget work and stuff like that, because ETN's gone, then we're also taking him out of the role we want him to be, which is just an alpha pure wide receiver. So as long as those extra touches, you get it are gravy on top of his established wide receiver role, then I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on board with it. I actually think the only thing it does is it just like, like I, he was going to lose some slot stuff to ETN. It sounded like they were going to play him there some, but, but I mean, you know, they're not playing James Robinson in the slot. So he feels like he's very safe there. And like, uh, we're normies just love Marvin Jones Jr. Like I bet, I bet soccer Dave, <laughs> soccer Dave has Marvin Jones Jr. Like locked and loaded week one, ready to be ready to jam him in single entry. Like normies, freaking love this guy and i had never got it like what is because he scored four touchdowns a couple times against the packers every time i mean i don't have a ton of marvin jones jr but it's i think the thought process is that he seems to be the guy acquiring all the targets from from lawrence in preseason and in camp like that's going to be like that's why people are going to him but Lawrence hasn't looked good. I have no doubt that he'll be good. He hasn't looked good. That offensive line has looked uh, iffy. And then you've got all those mouths to feed for fantasy purposes. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's tough to do like a Jag stack and feel good about it. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, you just got to hope that that Bevel and Urban Meyer are just like, they're not like seriously game planning for these preseason games. Yeah, you're placing your faith in Urban Meyer. Well, you know, it <laughs> when is you put what it, it is. like that. 
Russell Wilson succeeds sure. in Russell Wilson succeeds with a bunch of donkeys coaching him. Okay. Do you think that Trevor Lawrence's rookie season is going to be the equivalent to Russ in his prime? I mean, Trevor Lawrence was like the one who was anointed. Like people as a true freshman in yeah. 2018 were saying in two years, this guy's going to be the number one overall pick. And he was, which does not happen very well, often. So was Peyton. Peyton. And Peyton had like the most, instead of rookie, uh, yeah, record but rookie, for interceptions, inter- rookie interceptions rookie. don't matter. He can throw 50 interceptions. It doesn't matter. Throwing interceptions is probably better for his fantasy numbers because uh, they're going to be down. Peyton didn't have an alpha right behind him. Oh, can we stop? With <laughs> Is this? that a Gardner bench you? Right? <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Davis, so you're drafting all the Jag stacks. Um, any other undervalued teams, players that you're looking at right now? Yeah, Tuttle, what do you got for us? Undervalued right now? I st- Colts are still slightly. Wentz they is are. still going That's late enough. Point. Campbell's still late enough. Pittman's still late enough. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I have. Okay. Uh, B- Bengals are starting to catch up. Their draft position is Jamar Chase talk is not, is not positive. It's bad. It's, it seems it's bad. like uh suspension might be coming for him. Like I don't have great details, but it seems bad. Like Tate the season. stuff going. Well, no. <laughs> it, Tate, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Pete might know more from, from newsletter life, but he's been, he's like, via social media been accused of some domestic violence transgression which is obviously bad i have um, not heard this yeah there's a screenshot i didn't write about this uh there was a <laughs> screenshot of his girlfriend on instagram uh that i believe was inferring that uh but i haven't seen anything more official from any of the the news beat reporters or whatever um yeah chase has slid quite a bit i'll I'll tell you someone who I can't stop drafting and that that's Baker Mayfield. He is just like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. He well, cause has... he's, he's useless, but I, I, even though he's useless, I'm so with you because you can backdoor. If you have like a weird team or a super wide receiver, heavy build, you can go Baker Donovan Peoples Jones, Austin Hooper, and it's and just La- so easy. Well, and even Landry is like falling, fa- falling up yeah. where, where you can get him. Like, Why do you think he's use- useless, Davis? Because he doesn't run. I mean, I I think he finished quarterback twenty three last year. Like it just, I don't know. They're just not going to throw the ball that much, and they're going to around the goal line. They're just going to give it to Chubb and Hunt so much. Like I think his TD equity is really low. Not to say he won't have spike weeks, like. Yeah, he'll have a couple four touchdown games or whatever. Like, I'm not saying I I don't take. I'm saying I do take him. But that's he goes late because he just really does not have much much upside. Yeah, the other thing though too is like Odell was a disaster last year. They you know they were playing Rashard Higgins as their wide receiver three, and he's he's a jag. He's fine. Uh, but if Odell is back, he you is. Know, which no no I mean I know he's back, but I mean he's, like New York Giants rookie year back. Uh, is what and I'm mean. telling you, Peter. He is. Have okay. you seen? Have you so, seen his PFP? And if, if, and yes, they played they they played the soon. they played the, <laughs> the wind games and they had the one COVID game where Landry, Odell, and Higgins were all out and they they Austin Hooper got sixteen targets. Yeah. So with their personnel and now you have Donovan Peoples Jones who looks great, adding more of a vertical element. I I don't think the offense is stubborn enough to just run nonstop if they're having those weapons so i think they could tilt a little more pass heavy compared to last year and the the weather shit too 
I do. I do have a bag to pump. I just went through some of my teams and again, can't speak to underdog been been mostly drafting on drafting. So I'm not sure how the ADPs pan out there, but the Seahawks, yeah, you can get, I, I, I basically have no Metcalf cause he goes early still, Yeah, but Lockett sometimes falls to the fourth round. Rashad Penny falls far. I was going to say, the only, the only exposure I have is Penny, I think. Russell Wilson, Dwayne Eskridge is your last pick in the draft. Yeah. I'm getting worried Easy. about Eskridge being a thing. Gerald Everett. Yeah, Everett, Everett, deep. Everett is the, the back door that I love. Okay. Um, I like that. Let's talk about NFC or AFC East combos as far as Jets and Patriots for these stacks because you, again you've got some underpriced passing stacks wilson's looked good has looked really good Corey davis looked really good with the wilson insane... croft baby what's that wilson and croft wilson croft ty jones 16 17 18 bada bing bada boom go win a million dollars see i don't think i don't know if any of these guys are coming under price like quote unquote underpriced though right um like i have a lot of elijah moore but like i, I think they're all going fair like fair i think yeah. Corey, i mean the if Corey michael Davis carter is a wide receiver one like he's 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 going pretty early though he's he's gotten the hype Corey yeah, davis he's gotten I, the Corey's hype. been he's gotten Corey steamed davis. hard because yes. he got like virtually every single target from like Zach six Wilson. of seven rounds yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gotten the steam. I I don't have barely any Corey Davis. It's like Elijah Moore, Jamison Crowder. Um, I well, do have a few Crofts, but even Crofts, like you, you, he's going still like some. I think he went in the nineteenth round of my last draft. Like I'm not imagine taking, taking Tyler Croft over Donald Parham. Yeah. <laughs> so one of another situation as far as like when you're looking for a running back in the seventeenth and eighteenth round after that game. I have been drafting Tevin Coleman because it seems like there is a possibility that he could oh, be Ty, Ty Johnson is the one you want. Yeah. Well, Coleman could, he could be the goal line back though. Right. Like, and he could be the starter and you're, you're spinning a 17th or 18th on him. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he's going earlier than that. I think too, by the way, not an underdog. It's just it's just Michael Carter has this egregious ADP. He was playing in the fourth quarter of their second preseason game. Like it's not good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I he's now at like Davis in that big dog. I took him at pick one sixteen. Which yeah, that I, that's a much more reason. I mean, he was going in the seventh round. He for was a going while. late. Yeah, no. pick seventy eight, seventy nine. Um, yeah, I have a few early shares of him. Ashamedly, I think the thing is right at the start of the gate. Tevin Coleman, early downs, Ty Joe, passing downs. And then it's if Michael Carter's good enough, he could eat into either of those roles. Yeah. The Miles Gas, we talked about in last week's show, but the Miles Gaskin shares that we got until that game on Saturday were nice because he he had fallen at the same Pete, thing. Pete called it. Pete said, by the dip. Yeah. Pete and I called it. Um, so let's. <laughs> Uh, Jacoby Myers would be the the other guy I want to talk about. He's getting steamed too. See, I haven't been playing too much on DraftKings, but not, it seems not, like he's not a discount. He's he's steamed. An underdog. He's still he's still relatively. I guess my point with Corey Davis and Jacoby Myers is if they are wide receiver ones with their respective teams and getting so much of this target share, shouldn't they 
be up there even more potentially than being with the wide receiver threes. Maybe. Because we don't know about these rookie quarterbacks. We don't know like if they they could be really good. And Mac Jones season. is still free at least. If you yeah. want to go that route. Myers. I mean, there's isn't isn't there certainly a chance that we look back and Trey Trey Lance's ADP is one of the funniest things of all time. Like they're like I I, I Trey Lance is my second most owned quarterback. But like there certainly is a chance that we look back <laughs> on Trey Lance as the QB 10 and we are all just collectively like, what were we doing? Like, what were we doing pushing this guy up so far? Oh, you're he saying up it. for a while. He's starting to fall back down a little bit now. Yeah. Well, he, he, he fell People four rounds. Nervous. He felt he fell four rounds uh, during his the first half of the preseason game and then shot back up three rounds after the two touchdowns in the yeah. second half. But if you. If you watch him play, though, if you if you grind the film like you do, Davis, someone mute, someone mute, kitchen. I, my point is you, like you are a film grinder. He he is going. Yeah, you. I mean, you send out tweets every day with film, but he's going to get so many yards on the ground. He's. A, I mean, he's in. A, he's like as right. fast so, as Fields, but he's two hundred forty pounds. The key is though, like how much is he going to play? Like it's. What I think is going to be hilarious is if Andy Dalton wins that first game, because then he, like you can't really bench him for another two or three weeks unless he gets hurt. What are there any uh, like on the DraftKings Sportsbook? Is there a line right now on field starting week one? What is that price? Uh, I'm just curious. What the... my hand? <sighs> yeah, I'm so confused. Did we just like jump from Lance to Fields? Yes. Were we, not, were we not talking about Lance? Then I David, thought that's what I thought we were talking about was. And Lance. then David randomly transitioned to Dalton starting. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what, what happened? <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> they are very mobile, similar mobile quarterbacks. Same mobile thing. quarterbacks. Right. Somewhat canon. <laughs> they remind me of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, Lance's Lance is plus 300 to take the first snap. Uh, and Fields is not even listed. Mac Jones is plus two twenty five to take the first snap. Plus three hundred on Lance, you said. At all. Plus three hundred on on Lance. All right. That seems about right. I don't. Quite know. an I, interesting market for Houston Texans first snap. You can get Jeff Driscoll at ten to one if you want it. <laughs> tie rod season. So that's that. That's giving it. There's a seventy five percent chance that feels that feels Jimmy high garoppolo is the week one starter I, I i'd like to bet the plus 300 on lance yeah all right um closing thoughts as we head into one of the peak draft weekends for people's home leagues davis <laughs> uh just draft a lot of wide receivers because we just saw with all of these guys how fragile every situation for every running back is pretty much like That's if you're true. If, if, uh, I mean, I've, I've done this with, with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, right? Like, uh, they, they, if signing Le'Veon Bell makes you unusable, then probably your projection wasn't that good in the first place. So just keep drafting wide receivers because that's never going to happen to them. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I, I'd say just take advantage of kind of the thought leaders in the space. If you're having to make like a keeper decision, definitely yeah. hit up uh, kitchen. <laughs> super open i i'm always impressed by how willing he is to help people out in this community and kind of what he's doing with the dave's keeper community is is really yep. inspiring yeah 
Yeah, I, I mean, kind of leaking out some of these names one by one, but another guy <laughs> on the list, um, you know, you want to think of rookies, you want to think of guys who in next year could be in better spots, and that means undrafted free agents. Racy McMath. Not Racy McMath. He's not going to be an undrafted free agent next year, Davis. Um, it's going to be, be an undrafted free agent. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Michael Gallup is a name. I don't think he's going to be with the Cowboys next year i think he's going to be in alpha somewhere you can get him for free basically in your drafts you can't get him for free yeah you can what 10th round about? oh my god davis davis not touched a draft in six months <laughs> oh, <laughs> like... i've got 10 slow drafts going right now well let me can know when you get michael your... gallup in the 10th let's see the rest of your post-it notes dave <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's about top shot uh <laughs> I have to figure out if like what I'm willing to pay, what I'm willing to give up for a LaMelo cool cats uh, to sell it. Like is a Jersey worth what he's going for right now? Would you give up? Would you give up your LaMelo cool cat for a super bowl ring? I don't care about super bowl rings. Fake Even one, my, uh, my most recent guest on the take cast said he would be interested in trading his super bowl ring for a high end NFT. Okay. Oh. <laughs> So I was I was gonna offer you the opportunity to to enter into that swap. It feels like you were just kind of pumping the take cast. I don't have a Super Bowl ring. So oh my God. It would be something Davis. My like, most my most recent guest was a member of the Eagles team that won the Super Bowl and he wants why do you, to trade. Why do you say ring? my most recent guest? Just tell us who it is. Are you is that like a teaser? He's, or something? he's not he's it's not a, a famous dude. Okay, so Ryan, just say Ryan his name. Paganetti? Okay. No one knows who it is, so it wasn't that wasn't useful. Alpha. The, the whole segment was Super Bowl ring. Like, don't I mean it's the matter of would you trade seven seventy five hundred for a Lamelo? Giving up your basically your your membership, the ten grand. Would you give up your membership to the Nine Lives Lounge because we don't know what's coming there? You know, Peter doesn't care because it's they're PD too rich. Well, yeah, I guarantee you, Pete has already, like, there's no monetary value that could ever take the place of his Nine Lives Lounge membership. It, 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 is, it does feel comfy being in the Nine Lives Lounge, and I like holding it over people like MBL, who's the biggest top shot whale, but refuses to just- I do not why, get that why, stance. Why won't he? It's he just such wanna... a bad stance. It's such a weird take from his part he feels like it's disingenuous in that we've all been through so much together and deserve this community and he would he would have imposter syndrome if he bought in what a take you're, you're literally raising the floor for people that like did that do want to get out that like <laughs> that did pay 10 grand for a, <laughs> a luca cool cat you know like yeah all right well, we'll be back next week with more whoa, whoa, Alpha. Whoa. Go ahead, Tuttle. Did I skip you here? After your after I get the Josh Palmer touchdown in preseason, you skip me? Okay, sorry. I have some very important – I'm going to continue to pump the Eskridge, Eskridge bags okay. because I just learned that he prefers to be called D. So D Eskridge, nope. last Little round D? pick. Nope, just D. And – Russell Wilson says every morning on the field at Seahawks headquarters, 5.45 to 6 a.m., he and rookie D. Eskridge go over plays. Bobby Wagner is usually the other player on the field then jumping rope or working out. 
There's still dew on the ground, as Wilson says. Okay. There you go. There that's, we go. that's some like useful it. alpha. Yes, Deaskridge. Now you can close. All right. Uh, also, uh, a plug, Davis and I are going to go do a best ball draft right after this. Can, tell us where. Tell us where they can go uh, see it. On my YouTube channel. You got a YouTube channel? Yeah, I do. Cool. Um, also want to say congrats to the 444 guys. Big uh, acquisition. Um, Josh Moore, John Paulson, TJ Hernandez, Luis, um, those guys, they've been grinding for a while and they deserve everything that they, they get our good pal, um, TJ told me this morning, wouldn't have been possible if it weren't for FI. So got that, (laughs) got that, got that going for us. (laughs) So that will do it. We'll see you next week here on the Swolecast. Peace.